Internet. Hey, Internet. Welcome to episode 84. I'm just going to say that right now because we got it wrong. Either you got the number right. We got either last We one fucked it up last or one, time. Or the one before. 84 is a pretty high number. Anyways, I have something to wait, announce. Wait, wait, You got the number right. Yeah. What's the name of the podcast? Outrage Factory. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I, I guess We're getting like, new listeners all the time. Unless people have their like podcast list on shuffle. And they're like, let's just roll the dice. And there's... See what we get. Podcasts with hosts as intelligent yeah. and charming as us. Well, they'll know it's Outrage Factory just by how handsome we are. It's, it's don't a, tell them we're not. But they, they don't know. <laughs> hey, welcome to Outrage Factory, the <laughs> podcast where we look at the things that made people mad online this week and explain why they're dumb for caring. I'm your co-host, Derek Boland. I'm your other co-host, Dale DeRuder. Dale. Like I said, I have an announcement. Jump into it. So in my efforts... To make this podcast as good as I can, the best podcast possible. It already is. I was listening to other professional podcasts by people who, I don't know, have more than a thousand listeners or, I don't know, whatever. People who actually do it for a living. And so I, well, basically I've just been listening to the last podcast on the left because I got totally addicted and that's pretty much all I've been listening to and... They have a very successful podcast, and what I took away from that is accents and yelling. So I'm going to try to emf- emf- put more emphasis on those two aspects of this podcast. I mean, we are already pretty loud. We're not quiet. I think, yeah, we were probably pretty loud, except for the nighttime or tired podcast. Like when we ran 10 kilometers last week and then podcasted. Or if I read too much, it's bad because then does that does that tire your little brain? No, it, it doesn't tire me out. Does it it just make you tired. Exposes my illiteracy and makes me sound dumb because nothing else does. No, it's just, just when I try just when to you read, stumble over more than, Yeah, I was gonna say it's when I read too much, but last time it was like the second word, and I just fucking. Fell flat on my face. <laughs> what was it? Oh, content. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know how you pronounce it. I don't remember how content? to read content anymore. Well, I don't know what's going on. Uh, yeah, I think we we do have a recipe for success with this podcast particularly because, yeah. because of that aforementioned handsomeness, which yeah. we're both incredibly handsome. Uh, we also... Nice. I'm drinking getting a Getting that sound. Sparkling water, grapefruit buble. It's because of the product placements and... Uh, Michael Buble's personal drink. See, I used to call them Buble's, like, ironically. Yeah. And now they actually have a commercial with Michael Buble in it. Mm-hmm. So they took the thing that I did that was funny and cool and unique that nobody else did. Okay. And turned it into an actual... I only have one question that has two possible answers. Do you think this happened because... The government is listening to you through your Google Home? Yes. Or nope. because... Don't even have to hear that second one. There's some sort of... Because that happens to be all the time. I'll have like a good idea and then someone else will do it. And then I'm so relieved. Like I'll have a good idea about a TV show. <laughs> You're so and then relieved. the TV show will come out and I'm like, oh, I get to enjoy this thing and I didn't have to put any effort into it. It's the best possible thing that could happen so that's like uh me and our friend sean burke yeah we're like ideas guys and we used yeah. to like get together and we'd always have like a million dollar idea and we'd be like okay this is gonna be it we're gonna start planning this thing yeah. one of them was like 
uh, pet book, which was like Facebook, but for dogs and cats. Yeah. Like it wouldn't be the dogs and cats using it because that would be ridiculous. <laughs> people could upload profiles yeah. for their pets. So Instagram. And then, yeah, essentially. And then like a week later, we saw this like add on to Facebook that was like people to create profiles for their pets. Yeah. Uh, and there was another one where we were like, oh, we're going to it was going to be like a um, like, I don't know, some kind of fucking like website for people to do like property management and also like uh, they could like list apartment rentals. Yeah. And then Craigslist happened. Who saw that coming? Well, Craigslist has been around. Well, after Craigslist, yeah. For a long time. It started in San Francisco. But it was... It was... San Francisco. See? Funny accents. Nailed it. We're going to gain so many new listeners from this episode. Anyways. (laughs) What accent was that exactly? That wasn't an accent. That that was an old-timey minor accent. (laughs) What I wanted to say, well, what I was delving into is I think there's some sort of hive mind where it's not like everybody shares a brain, but a brain as complex as it is, if you have a certain amount of similar influences on it, people will just come up with the same ideas naturally. Like if you and me lead pretty similar lives, then we'll eventually come up with sort of similar ideas. Like you're talking about Facebook and pet book, like, the people who came up with that were probably just like, oh, Facebook's really popular. People love their pets. Let's make a pet book. So that's probably the Buble thing was it was hive mind. It's like I always say hive mind, but I don't want people to think like I believe that we're like these insects and we ha- we're like have this like like uh, like neural link to some like insect super complex thing where all our brains are connected like a hive. It's just the slang I use for when people come up with ideas independently that are similar. But it also just sounds cool. Yeah, I think it's also that like every idea has pretty much been done by Mm -hmm. this point. Like I think as far as humans go, we've had every idea that could possibly... Not every idea. They've all been done. It's just variations on, like, existing yeah. shit. That's why every movie now is, like... Yeah, that's why... Just a remake. That's why, as or far as movies book. go, just don't go with a... Like, you've pretty much seen every storyline or read, or especially you, since you read a billion books. I do read so many books. You've pretty much been through all the storylines. Ladies! <laughs> Derek reads so many books. Notorious book reader here. So What's up? Went to the library. Nice. I got a library card. Sweet. For the first time in my adult life. Well, since we lived in Edmonton, actually. That yeah. was the last time I had a library card. Nice. I just take books out on my girlfriend's account. Well, I've taken one book out. Yeah. You were I've telling me this last night. And I kept it the full term that I'm allowed. Didn't finish reading it. Got late charges. She bitched at me. I'm like, what? It's like five cents a day. And she's like, yeah. I'm like, okay, I'll give you 15 cents. <laughs> then she checked it out again. I still didn't finish it. And now there's more late charges accruing at a nickel a day. Wait, and, and the best part is <laughs> The that. best part is it's a graphic novel <laughs> that I haven't been able to read because it's just like... It's like 90% pictures. Yeah, it's like, well, it's like would I look at pictures and text or would I watch TV and play video games? It's like, oh, Bob's. I took out the pokey puppy two months ago. I still haven't <laughs> fucking finished it. It's like millions of late charges. Uh, yeah. I, I, I just I just look at it like 
I'm a philanthropist <laughs> and I'm giving money to to the, illiterate Burnaby. The, the impoverished uh, library yeah. system, which is actually probably true. I don't think mm-hmm. people fund libraries anymore. Is that a thing that's important? How did libraries, how do they even exist? Like, do governments pay for them? I think so. Yeah, like municipal governments. That's why, like, Coquitlam has one and, like, oh, yeah. Burnaby has their own. Because when I go to chapters... Books are fucking expensive. They're like 20 bucks for a paperback. That's exactly why. Because I just have like, it's not even how expensive they are now. It's that I have. So I moved into this place nine months ago. Yeah. And I have 10 boxes of books in storage. Yeah. And I have yet to buy a bookshelf. Yeah. And I'm just like, I can't keep buying books. So library it is. Well, there you go. I have, I think I have like. Because I was like, oh, I'm going to reread the – well, I'm going to read the Dune series by Frank Herbert. And I was like, oh, I have this other fucking – I think the problem is – I have this graphic novel I have to get through first. Well, no, this is actually the problem with the graphic novel is I started reading the – I think it's Brian Sanderson series, uh, Storm of Kings or the Stormlight Archive. And each book's like 1,400 words. And every time I pick it up, I'm like, ah, it's so long. I was like – and then when I go to read a different book, I'm like, oh, I should be reading that long book. Who's the fantasy author who put out, like, uh, what was it, like the Wheel of Time series? Robert Jordan. Yeah, fuck. So Those books are ridiculous. This ties into that because when Robert Jordan kicked the bucket, somebody took over the series to finish it out. And that's the author of the series I'm reading. Oh. Brian, San- Brian, San- Brian Sanderson? It's probably wrong. People who read books, feel free to light us up on the internet. Um, yeah, and they're really good because, and they're, they, they read exactly like the wheel of time. Like there's three different characters with their own narratives through the book. And then they eventually intertwine near the end of the book. Brandon Sanderson. That's what I said, isn't it? Or did I say Brian Sanderson? I think you said Brian, but whatever. You were close. Brandon Sanderson. Hey, if you like. Branderson Sanderson. If you like fantasy, check it out. It's not high fantasy either. Like there's no elves and dragons and stuff it's just kind of like medieval like it's like the whole like knights type of deal with a bunch of light magic and then there's some interdimensional stuff i don't know it's pretty it's 1200 pages so it gets pretty complex those like this other book i read called the, i think i already talked about this on here the cryptonomicon yeah the neil you know, Stevenson? That Stephenson? was like... Stevenson? Yeah. Because it's like you read a book and like up until 300 pages, you're like, this is all right. And then it just feels like homework and you're like, fuck, I started it. I might as well finish it. Whereas like TV, you could just turn on and half pay attention when you don't like it anymore. And then you finish it and you're like, I watched that. It's good. But do you like retain any of that shit? Yeah. Some. I don't know. Probably. So I'm on like a big mindfulness kick right now. Yeah. So I'm like really trying to like if i'm doing one thing just focus on that one thing i'm doing because like for the past like fucking 38 years of my life i've been living like that where it's like watch a movie while doing something else and then at the end of the movie and the something else i was doing i have no recollection of doing either yeah like there's so many times where i'm like I'll be like, oh, I've never seen this movie before. And I'll go yeah. to put it on and I'll watch the first five minutes and be like, I have seen this before. And like, <laughs> remember nothing else about the movie because the five yeah. minutes were the only thing I paid attention to. I think this is also like, I do that too, where I'll watch a movie and I'll play video games at the same time or I'll draw. And 
I think it's the reason why I like movies that aren't too mentally involved. So it's like you'll be drawing and then you're like, oh, like it's like Ready Player One. I love that movie. Not because it's like super great, but there's a couple really fucking great like like um, CGI fight scenes and shit. So I'll be drawing and I'll just be like ignoring his whiny like thick, weird looking lip talking and stuff. And then there'll be a fight scene. And I'll be into it. And then the fight scene will be over and I'll go back to drawing. And it's like the perfect movie for that. So you're telling me every movie you've ever recommended on this podcast, you recommended because you paid attention to less than 10% of. No, there's a, sometimes there's movies that I watch. Like if a movie's really good, I know it's really good because I'll have paused my video game and forget about that and actually just watch the movie. And that doesn't happen that often. Damn. Those movies I recommend. Anyway, I definitely recommend, uh, even if you're, like, not into the whole mindfulness thing, just, like, trying to, like, focus on the shit that's in front of you. And it's uh, crazy how your brain will actually, like, retain things. Yeah. For, like, a decade, I was just like, oh, you know, I'm fucking, I'm in my 30s. My brain has stopped absorbing new information. (laughs) Because that happens in your 30s. Turns out that's not actually true. You know what? I have... Another recommendation, it's like for people – because everybody's telling everybody to meditate and it's pretty hard for some people to just sit there and try to not think about anything because you'll think about not thinking about something that will stress you out. And what I recommend is fucking jigsaw puzzles because I started doing like my first big like thousand-piece jigsaw puzzle and – it's kind of shameful how long it's taken me to do it, but I'll sit there and you just like, you could kind of, you use just enough of your brain so that you don't have to concentrate on the fact that you're not thinking, but you could still just like kind of go into this, like almost meditative state where you're not thinking about anything because you're focusing on the puzzle and what the pieces look like. And then your brain's not like running away from you. So it's like, I would say if you want to meditate and you're having problems meditating, maybe do like, I guess you could call it like gateway meditation because it's not actually meditation, but it gets you similar effects because it causes you to like calm down and de-stress and like think about stuff you wouldn't really think about or whatever. Just find something that you can like focus. See, I love meditation. It's something that I like recently got into uh, and it's actually like... I was always like, oh, it was this like hokey hippie bullshit. Ladies, <laughs> Derek meditates. But uh, I would fly into a blind rage if I had to spend a minute doing a jigsaw puzzle. Like oh, yeah. I even try. I get the the ones for Noah, the five-year-olds, oh, yeah. where it's like, oh, here's a 10-piece jigsaw puzzle. And I'm like, this is so fucking stupid. None of these pieces fit together. Yeah. It's, uh, it's infuriating. It I is it. very frustrating. Like there's... Like there will be times when you're doing it and you're like, this doesn't fit here. doesn't fit here. And it's like if you can't get into the right mindset, nothing will piss you off more than a jigsaw puzzle. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. So should we just call this Mindfulness Factory? (laughs) That's our next. We we should start a mindfulness. So you can talk about puzzles. Yeah. And I can talk about meditation. And we could talk about how people should think about being happy about stuff. That can accompany because we tell people they're dumb for being all mad about this insignificant stuff. That was like the kernel that started Outrage Factory. So we could do like a like a supporting podcast where we 
once they're done being angry about all the stuff, we'll tell them how they can make their brains better. That would actually be a good tie-in, and that would be the moneymaker. We'd, so we'd yeah. spend an hour every week getting people really fucking mad about shit, yeah. and then we'd sell them the antidote to that and be like, oh, are you mad? Check out this other podcast. And Sorry, you know it costs what? money. I could bring my Buddha singing bowls from home. <laughs> I could do some Tibetan throat singing. It's just Dale fucking... <laughs> those singing bowls are actually kind of dope. That's... Uh, <laughs> Okay, that was not that relaxing. <laughs> you didn't let me finish. That's why. It would be totally relaxing. Just let me make singing Buddha bowl noises for the next 10 minutes, and you have my 100% guarantee you'll be fully relaxed. Okay, go for it. No, I was joking. Oh, shit. It's just like, it's I guess that's more like the glass, crystal glass thing. Where were we? That hippie shop in uh, Langley. Poor Langley. Yeah, 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 yeah. When you're just like going to town on those Buddha bowls. Yeah. I don't know. It's like, it's one of those things that I, I don't really use them because I believe in the whole aligning your chakras with the like note and the sustaining like vibrations of the note. I just like that you can have a bowl that makes the <laughs> noise. <laughs> it's like the five-year-old in me that really likes it. It's like a normal bowl, but yeah. obnoxious. It's yeah, you perfect. just, it's like a bowl mixed with a bell, and then you just <laughs> fucking ring this mallet around the edge, and then it makes a squealing noise. It's perfect. You were actually surprisingly adept. I'm like, how does Dale know, like, when did you pick up this life skill? Like, <laughs> the Buddha sing? Because I had, I'm telling you, man, I did not expect you to know how to do that. Well, Derek, <laughs> I try to keep it on a DL because I don't want everybody coming to me for life advice, but uh, I am... Very spiritual. That's okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let's say that. Uh, speaking of spiritual, that's a bad segue. Uh, actually, can we just fucking talk? So last week was April Fool's. Was April Fool's. Yeah. Fuck April Fool's. I'm over it. Right now, I guess for the past few years, it's basically just been uh, brands making like yeah. shitty jokes that are totally unfunny. That yeah. like some marketing department probably like invest tens of thousands of dollars in for some like stupid joke that lands yeah. flat one day a year. Uh, and then like people who make fake pregnancy or wedding announcements. And this year, a lot of people took the additional step of warning people. And I saw this shit all fucking over the internet mm-hmm. the day before April fools saying, don't make fake pregnancy announcements because it's offensive to people who can't have kids or people who are infertile, mm-hmm. which I, I get like, mm-hmm. It's like, oh, I'm the, you know, that one thing you want more than anything in the world. Yeah. I'm going to say I'm doing it as a joke and then fuck you. So on the same aspect, people shouldn't make jokes about winning the lottery because I can't win the lottery and I'm pretty fucking upset about it (laughs) because I really want all that money. Do people make jokes about winning the lottery? On April Fool's, it seems like it would be a good one. It be seems like, like, but you don't see that too. It would be like, hey, I won the lottery. And then everybody would pay attention to you for like 10 minutes until they realized it. Anyway. I have a thought. Okay. I don't think, like, April Fool's is just like Halloween to me, where you're like, oh, I love Halloween. And then your friends are like, what are you doing for Halloween? You're like, oh, I'm probably not actually doing anything. I just love the thought of Halloween and the thought of like, Dressing up in this super awesome costume and then going to a costume party and then you realize you're just dressed up at a costume party and you're like, all right, let's make some awkward small talk. You're like, eh. Whereas like 
April Fool's is like that. You're like, man, I really want to do this super big prank. And then you think about all the effort that goes into it and how after it's paid off, unless you're like a famous YouTuber, there's no point to it. So you're like, eh, why don't I just not do that? And Google a sonogram picture and throw it out and be like, <laughs> ah, pregnant. And also this year is probably the first year where like I completely missed it. Like I don't know what happened. It was like during the week. Weld. Yeah. That's why you're not on the internet. So yeah, no I'm not on the shit. internet at work. So it's like, it's like if uh, I'm not on the internet during when I work because I'll get in shit if I use my phone. And then when I'm on breaks, I'm just looking at straight memes because I'm addicted to memes. <laughs> Sorry to say. So it was like April 2nd and I was like, oh, yeah, I guess I missed April Fool's. Huh. And then on April 2nd, I saw people being upset that people were making April Preg- Fool's jokes about being pregnant. And I was like, ugh, fuck. I get it. Nobody wants anything bad to happen because they just want the earth to be this utopian thing where... Nobody's offended ever. Nobody, but everyone's offended now. Well, it's like everybody's offended about everything. And they just want people to stop being offensive because... I don't know. It's all like, this hurts my feelings. Everybody stop doing it. So people stopped doing it for a bit because they're like, yeah, we shouldn't be hurting each other's feelings. And now we're at the point where we're like, well, fuck, we stopped hurting each other's feelings. And then people just move the level that their feelings get hurt up until they got hurt the same amount. And now people's feelings get hurt for everything. And you can't, it's so like, it's basically if you go on the internet you're walking on eggshells around the internet trying not to offend anybody or piss anybody Even off. if you're doing that, you're going to offend people. Yeah. Like some of the most like woke uh, or internet woke people I know still manage to offend. You will, There will always be someone who is more offended than you. Yeah. So no matter how woke you are, you're yeah. still going to offend. You'll do something to offend. Them. But the, the April Fool's pregnancy thing, like I kind of get it because it is a very sensitive issue for a lot of people yeah. who like – like really, really fucking want kids or like they feel like it's their whole like biological imperative. Like all Mm. they've ever wanted is to have a child and they can't do it. And I guess the thing that's so offensive or the thing that I understand why it might offend them is because it's not even a good joke. Yeah. that's Like it's the lowest hanging fruit. That's why I'm offended by it because it's cliche and it's a hack joke. Like I'm not, going to be offended on behalf of these people who can have babies. It's just like that's one aspect of your life and I'm sure you've been learning to deal with that in modern society. I'm just think it's like, yeah, don't make jokes about having babies because if people are warning you that people are going to make that joke, then it's obvious people are going to make that joke. So there's no point in making the joke. That's another thing about April Fools is you're either going to be make some dumb cliche thing or you're just going to go have to go way too above and beyond to get people. And everybody knows, like, April Fool's only works if everybody forgets it's April Fool's. Which isn't going to happen because yeah. you have a thousand brands and fake pregnancy announcements. Like, I'm with you in the, I love the idea of, like, really elaborate April Fool's pranks that, like, mm-hmm. totally fucking, like, fool a bunch of people and make yeah. them look stupid or feel stupid. Like or- the movie The Game. Oh, could you imagine? Like that as an April Fool's joke? Oh, I'll get dude, just watching that movie gives me anxiety. I'm yeah. like, like, and I know how it ends. And I'm yeah. just like, holy shit. 
I'm doing that for you. That's next year's oh, April Fool's joke. Great. <laughs> Dale's going to be driven to madness <laughs> by an April Fool's prank. <laughs> Write it down. It'll be mental breakdown factory because I will just become unhinged and it'll be like that one point that makes me snap and become a psychopath. But yeah, I think the only way to uh, to truly take advantage of, of April Fool's jokes now mm-hmm. is to start like doing the anti-April Fool's and like saving if you're actually pregnant save that pregnancy announcement for april fools and then people be like fuck you it's just a joke and then the real joke is that it's real and then they all feel bad because they thought it was a joke and they got mad at you oh that's some next Uh, level april uh, fool shit uh, i like it uh, so that's the only place we can take this now for next year we're gonna get cancer or herpes whatever whichever one you want to get don't we already have Herpes? So we'll get it. We'll get it for the first time ever. And then next year on April Fools, we'll be like, I have herpes, guys. And they'll be like, ah, fuck you, April Fools, blah, blah, blah. And we'll be like, guys, it's true. And then they'll be like, oh, fuck you. And then the next day, you'll be like, yeah, I still have herpes. Here's my doctor's note. They'll be like, oh, I feel so bad that I actually did something offensive that's real life offensive and not like fake over sensitive on the internet offensive we we do both have herpes already though Dale. let's okay fine let's get cancer for next year <laughs> i'm not getting cancer as an april fool's joke it's not it an april very fool's elaborate joke. it's an anti-april fool's joke. i mean really we also probably yeah. both have cancer so well i'd imagine the lives we li- lived like we're pretty clean now we pre- have pretty healthy living but back in our mid-20s i'll speak for myself there was a lot of days when i just ate whatever was the cheapest just so I could keep living. Yeah, there were a lot of days I ate meth. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was, Probably some cancer there. <laughs> I was going to say no-name hot dogs, yeah. but if you wanted to go with meth, we'll Next do that level. too. Yeah. <laughs> we ate a lot of shit. I mean... Not a lot fit for human what consumption. What we could do is we could look back and see what get, what is worse for your health, no-name hot dogs or meth. You know, I would actually be curious to find that out because I'm sure our diets in our 20s probably did more lasting damage to our bodies than the drugs we did. Like when I lived with Matthew McLaren, we had I I, this is another example of hive mind because I invented this thing called toaster dogs where it was (laughs) love it already. We had (laughs) we were both so poor and we're in college and his. Parents had, or his mom had taken him to Costco to get fucking just a whole bunch of hot dogs. So we had like, he's like, I can't. This was pre-vegan Matt McLaren, I'm assuming. He's like, I can't eat all these hot dogs. Dale, will you help me eat these hot dogs, please? That's how I remember what happened. And I was like, okay. And then, so we started cooking them in the pot and then you eat them. And you're like, wow, this is a lot of effort just to make one or two hot dogs, like boiling water, cleaning a pot actually putting any effort into anything. And I was like, why don't we put them in the toaster? He's like, that's not going to work. I was like, let's see if it does. So we put it in the toaster and it worked. And then the following probably week to month, we ate fucking toaster dogs all the time because it's easy. There's no mess. When the mess run into the toaster and then you just end up with a very rancid smell. See, there's the thing (laughs) is... We only did this till we ran out of the hot dogs. Then we kind of just didn't do it. But I had showed toaster dogs to somebody and they kept doing it. 
And like I showed them, they're like, oh, that's the greatest idea. And like instead of just doing it like for two weeks straight and then never doing it again, they would do it once in a while here and there. And eventually all the grease out of the hot dogs dripped into the crumb tray and their toaster lit on fire. <laughs> so don't do toaster dogs unless you're going to clean your drip yeah, tray. I think this isn't why it isn't more widespread. I did uh, bear dicks. Did you ever do those? Yeah. You just microwave. You just microwave them and they get all like shriveled and hard like a bear oh, dick. And, and they're, they're like, so gross. Yeah. But, you know, if you if you really want that hot dog, if yeah. you want in the next 30 seconds, just throw that fucker in the microwave. Yeah. It's funny how, like, I know we're not supposed to say, like, gender traits and shit anymore in, like, society. But it's funny how high guys' tolerance is for shitty food just so we can have it quicker and easier, like bear dicks or toaster dogs or pretty much bachelor food in any of any kind. It's just like, oh, I want to eat, but I don't want to put any effort into it. It's like, what has the most calories that could sustain me? That takes the least effort. And that's pretty much what kept me from ever doing like anything, like any super healthy diet in my, through my 20s and 30s. Oh, I wanted to congratulate you on posting. You'll occasionally post pictures of food. Yeah. Uh, the thing you posted last week, it was like lentil bolognese or something. Yeah. It was the first actually edible looking food I've ever seen you post. So congratulations was, for that. That was out of a hippie cookbook. <laughs> oh, it actually looked really good. Yeah, it was. <laughs> Except for it had a lot of lentils in it. So I pretty much just <laughs> lit up my house and workplace for two straight days with rancid hippie farts. <laughs> Worth it, though. <laughs> like, do vegans just like do they have this unspoken rule that like or is that where they, they're like, I'm a vegan. And then that's just like code for I'm going to fart a <laughs> yeah, lot. Please keep a wide so berth around me. Just be like. Keep your shit together and just accept that. Like that's probably why vegans tell each other they're like, oh, we're both vegans. And it's like – so it's like their unspoken way of being like, yeah, we're going to fart this place the yeah, fuck up. We should not both be on a plane <laughs> at the same time Yeah, because it will just like gas everyone out. Yeah, it's funny because the people who fart the worst are vegans and carnivores because breaking down protein in your gut makes you fart a bunch and breaking down like – complex carbs and what are like lentils and Le- legumes yeah breaking that down also causes a lot of gas so you got to get the happy medium so oh my whole thing the whole reason i put this in here was so i could dunk on justin bieber because yeah. oh you should nobody dunks on him justin bieber was forged in the flames of the internet yeah. and yet he managed to totally fucking miss the fact that posting birth announcements uh, fake birth announcements for April Fool's pranks was a bad idea, and he fucking did it, and then he took shit, and then he had to, like, do a fake-ass apology where it was basically like, sorry if you were offended, I'm a prankster. It's like, Justin Bieber, you've never, you're not a fucking prankster. You've never done a funny thing in your entire life. Actually, counterpoint, the one thing that made me respect Justin Bieber more than I should respect a uh, pop vocal little boy was he did an episode of Secret Library. I don't even know what that is. It is the best game show ever. So what happens is there's like – he did it with his band. It was on – it was started out as a Japanese game show so you know it's good because it's just fucking crazy. And 
it went to MTV and MTV would get like either famous people or bands to go on it. And what it is, is you and I think it's, I think it ends up being four. It's either four of you or six of you. And you sit around a table and there's cards in the middle and you each flip a card and one of them has a skull on it. And whoever flips over the skull has to do like air quotes torture and the whole theme of it is you're in a library, so if you may, then they have like a thing that measures your noise. So if you make a lot of noise, then you fail that torture and you don't get the money. So everyone you successfully do, you get money. And what happens is they'll do something painful to you and you're not allowed to make noise. Like you're not allowed to scream or whatever. So there was one where they had like a big ship wheel and they fucking you do, they spun it around and then a guy had to walk and like stop it with his crotch. And Justin Bieber did this? He didn't do that one, but he was on the show. So he like took some pain and shit and like tried not to make noise. I just want to say the Japanese people are fucking amazing. Like oh, yeah. this is where like for a while they were like leading, you know, technological development in the world. And that's all fucking great or whatever. But their real contribution to the world is horror movies, which are yeah. like fucking bonkers scary. And these like fucked up game shows where they're just like, how can we like subject people to the weirdest, most humiliating, (laughs) depraved shit and still have it be fit for like airing on TV. And it's amazing. Yeah. Oh, another thing they did on silent library was they'd put a piece of wax on your leg and then rip it off, like wax your leg. And then you would screw. And the funniest thing was it's like, it'd basically be like you and our dickhead friends doing it. And then, like, if you or I got the skull and the other guys knew we were going to get fucked, they would just, like, be totally into it. <laughs> and the, th- the best part about the show is you think that the problem is going to be the guy who gets hurt can't stop, can't hold in the noise. So he breaks the sound meter. But it's his friends laughing at him that always fucks it over. So the guy who got the wheel in the crotch, he managed to not make any noise, but his dickhead friends all laughed so loud. (laughs) That they still didn't get money. So he got hit in the crotch for nothing. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. That's okay. I might have to check this show out. Yeah. I don't. This was pre like. I still don't respect Justin Bieber. Yeah, you don't really have to. No. Nor would I. Although yeah. apparently he's going through some shit lately. So he's like... Well, I'm surprised he hasn't had a full complete meltdown. He's been famous since he was 12. Yeah. And then he had that fuck like... With the brain a little bit. That fucking priest friend he had. That's got to fuck with you. Like anytime you have a priest who... It's like our priest or like junior minister or whatever. And he had like pedophile glasses and a shaved chest like you know that guy's fucked up he's like hey i speak the words of the lord but i also care way too much exclusively about how I to look. children yeah yeah so cool okay uh we're 35 minutes into this episode i have no idea how that happened we're gonna take a quick break and when we come back we'll discuss <laughs> other shit yes that was that bigger was some some heavy flow there up 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 to my end we're uh, back eh? Eh? Oh, I, I see what she did there huh? talking about 
the flow of noise coming out of my mouth as it may pertain to... Uh, uh, hey, a major victory for... Tampons. Well, the victory wasn't for tampons. Yeah, I guess. It's for women. Major victory for women, particularly adolescent women in BC this week, as uh, the British Columbia government has mandated that uh, that tampons and, I guess, maxi pads? Uh, I don't... Do people use those still? Yeah. Okay. Like teenage girls? Yeah. There's there's girls who have such heavy flow they have to use both in case stuff spills around the tampon. Makes sense. But are maxi pads like – so are they uh, – <laughs> I'm going to expose myself as a guy who still understands relatively little about women here. Derek, let me teach you about bleeding vaginas. Okay. So are the maxi pads – are they something that can be used as a standalone product or are they mostly used in conjunction with the tampon? You could use them as standalone. What they are is it's just a liner that has a sticky back that you put in your underwear so it like – rides up next to it and then just catches the drips as they come out. Okay. Because they people women have been using those for ever and like tampons have only been in use for I don't know when they were invented, but they're I think this was in the last 30 40 years. Well, I know tampons also carry a risk of like toxic shock syndrome with that. Yes. Which is If you ladies do not leave your tampons in if you what happens is sometimes if you use... I feel like this is the very definition of mansplaining. It's like two white dudes telling how to use tampons properly. Well, ladies, let me tell you how to... No. What happens... The way you get toxic shock syndrome is if you, A, leave a tampon in too long, like there was uneducated girls just being like, well, instead of changing this, I don't have any spare. Or people who like leave their contact lenses in. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So they'll just leave it in like for up to 18 hours or overnight or whatever. And they'll be like, I'll just replace it tomorrow. So that, so the way, I guess the nicest way to say it is the vagina doesn't get to breathe enough or expel the blood that's in there. So it kind of gets like all bunged up and gross. Or there's some women who are more sensitive to the bleach and stuff that is in the tampons. So, like the heavy chemicals they use to bleach the cotton and the pieces made that make up the tampon. Sometimes that gives women toxic shock. So well, they, there's also things that they add to them to make them because there's the varying levels of absorb, absorbency, right? Yeah. So do they add chemicals to it to make it extra absorbent or do they just pack extra cotton in there? I think they just pack extra cotton or I'm not sure if they're all made of cotton, but you can get from the hippie store, you can get non-bleached toxin and i guess it's like the equivalent of whole wheat bread as opposed to white bread okay i thought weird analogy but okay when we went to high school was there not tampons in the girls bathrooms i don't think so for some reason i thought they had free tampons back then they might have had like just uh like dispensing machines, but I'm pretty yeah. sure you had to pay for them. Oh. Uh, anyway, yeah, we didn't even get to that part. The BC government has mandated that uh, period products will now be free in all schools. Nice. Uh, so we're we're debuting a new segment called Who Gives a Shit, where we actually <laughs> look at people who care disproportionately about a issue. Uh, and this week we're highlighting Twitter user Dustin Gillard at Dustin G underscore ESQ 
who has spent the last oh, Esquire. Esquire. I see what he did. Doesn't there. look like a lawyer. He uh, seems like a classy guy. Uh, he has literally spent the last three days ranting at people about how it's the parents' responsibility to provide tampons for their children. Uh, and how he thinks this is one step towards socialism. Is he uh, an older fella who is a parent? No, he is a parent. He has admitted to having uh, two boys, which is why he doesn't see the point of this. But a lot of people have been like, well, what about toilet paper, dude? He's been like, yeah. well, that's bullshit. Men and women both use toilet paper equally. I'm going to say bullshit. Women use more toilet paper because they have to wipe after they pee. Dudes don't have to do that. Yeah. So maybe we should make women bring their own toilet paper too. No, we shouldn't. That's ridiculous. They should... Yeah, this guy, like, I don't know if he was just like, oh, not enough people hate me. I need to just fucking put myself out there on the internet and, I don't know, make sure, like, is he married, does he say? Oh, no, probably not. Would you want to be married to this guy? Maybe that's why. Maybe he's not married anymore and he just can't handle it and hasn't emotionally dealt with all his fucking baggage and now he just hates women and sees this as... Some fucking sick way to strike back. Yeah, like I bet his wife was like, honey, can you pick me up a box of tampons from the store? And he was like, fuck you. That's socialism. (laughs) Buy your own tampons. Equality. And then he got divorced and now he's super mad at women. Yeah, so what Derek said socialism was, that was his main argument was he said – this is bullshit. We shouldn't be giving women free or we shouldn't be giving adolescent girls free tampons because it's socialism, which – I don't know if he has looked at Canada lately, but we have many things that are partially socialist in our society. We also give adolescent girls free access to health care. So yeah, we oh, also he's going to be heated about that. We have public works. We have public uh, sewer systems. Uh, we have the fire department. Highways. We have highways. We have police officers who are paid for by the government, which is all socialism. So this guy needs to shut his fucking mouth because <laughs> he doesn't know what he's talking about. Like, I cannot imagine caring. I think it's a good thing. And I like, it's definitely a positive step in the right direction. I think, so yeah. BC is the first province in Canada to do this. I'm sure yeah. all the other provinces will, will follow suit. But like, yeah, it's fucked up that like, you know, in high school, you can get access to like free band-aids if you get a boo-boo. <laughs> you can... I, I see what you mean there, like... You could just look at maxi pads as really big band-aids. Yeah. In fact, there's been – like I've had a couple friends when they got pretty bad injuries when they were kids, their mom would stick a maxi pad on the injury and they'd freak out and be like, bro, this is – fuck, this is beyond band-aids or anything we have in the house. You just have to have a band-aid stuck on your knee for a bit till we get to the hospital. Yeah, you need something that will absorb blood. Yeah. Guess what? Mama's got you covered. Mama's got you. (laughs) (laughs) Like to me, like I asked before, does is was that not in there when we were in high school? To me, the whole the only sad thing about this is we're just now giving them to them for free. Yes. Like, how much does it? It can't cost that much. Like, it's not like they're giving them. Oh my god, I don't know. Like. Purex three ply equivalent tampons like they're getting like one ply equivalent brown cardboard no name on the box tampons yeah i I mean if the government's paying for it although they have all that weed money to spend now hey you know what 
take an extra 25 cents off my paycheck and give these girls the triple ply deluxe tampons. I'll I'll be the night. I'll be the philanthropist. I'll throw in solid gold applicator. Yeah, I mean, you take a quarter of my paycheck. At least just give these girls tampons. Like if a girl like girls usually have their ta- this isn't this isn't a situation where a girl's like, well, now that they're free at school, I don't have to buy them for myself. This is so that if a girl has her period early and she didn't think it was coming, she has access to tampons so she doesn't have to have the rest of her life ruined because even she wore though, white pants that yeah, day. Even though we live in a culture that's over PC, high school is still a fucking nightmare. <laughs> high schoolers are still high schoolers. And girls having their periods in high school is a punishment I don't even think I could handle. No. Like, imagine... Imagine... Yeah. You going to school... Yeah. And for at least a week every month, you run the risk of shitting your pants. Yeah. And, like, the impact that would have on your (laughs) self-esteem. Like, you know, one slip-up, and people are going to be calling you fucking... Shit pants. Yeah, shit pants for, like... (laughs) And that's something that will dog you the rest of your life. I have my 20-year high school reunion this year, yeah. and I'm sure I'm going to go to that, and people will be calling me shit pants again. They'll drag <laughs> up all those memories. So, uh, yeah, I think this is, like, a hugely positive step. If this dude's so fucking bent out of shape, tell him to, like, have his sons sneak into the girls' bathroom, steal some tampons. They can use them to, like, plug up water bottles. Yeah. Or what was something that's... Uh, I remember you had a hilarious thing that you did with tampons. Am I misremembering this? I remember... You doing something with tampons and me thinking it was the fucking funniest thing I'd ever seen in my entire life. And I don't know if it was just as simple because I was a 16-year-old boy as, like, putting one in the mouth of a bottle of cola and it, like, sealed it right up. (laughs) Like, I don't know what it was. Oh, what we did in Matt's car in his Mustang was we found an unused tampon that was lying around. Thank you for clarifying. And then we put lipstick and red marker all over it and then... Put it on his rearview mirror so it looked like he had a used tampon hanging from it. But I think, oh, it was probably like I stuck it in a Coke bottle or a beer bottle and you shake it. And then when the pressures finally builds up, it shoots it out and foam goes everywhere. <laughs> yeah, that sounds hilarious. <laughs> uh, so there is there are ways for men to entertain themselves with tampons as well. Yeah. I'm just saying. I, I just, like, I think what happens is... Like, you know how when a kid shows up to school with, like, bruises on his arm, social services goes to the house of the parents and be like, yo, we noticed some bruises. Is there anything going on? Like, did he fall down? Do we need to have a bigger conversation? That should happen for this guy. Like, uh, like a mental health professional should go to his house and be like, look, we saw your Twitter feed. Uh, It looks like you have some emotional baggage you're not dealing with. We're going to set you up with an exploratory session with a therapist and maybe we can unbreak your fucking brain because you're acting like a complete idiot about this whole thing. Yeah, I don't know if that's uh, even realistic. Like, just let him just let him like scream himself into an early <laughs> oh, grave. Oh, little guy screamed himself to sleep. He's real tuckered out from all that yelling. Yeah. So... Do do we need to talk about this anymore? Like, this guy's obviously got something else going on. Yeah. I mean, unless he just really hates teenage women and wants them to be embarrassed. 
Maybe something happened to him in high school. I think people have like this disproportionate care about like, oh, my tax dollars are going towards this. So I have to like yeah. get really angry and like micromanage what the government's spending money on. Where like, dude, I couldn't even fucking tell you where most of my taxes go. Yeah. I, I have like I lose a full third of my paycheck every paycheck. Yeah. To, and, to the government. And the best thing to do is not to care because you can A, either fucking lose your mind trying to figure out where all your money goes. B, try to figure out how to run a country and fix everything yourself. Or C, just accept it as something happens and move on with your life. And just deal with it. Yeah. And that's probably good, uh, like, uh, good advice for anything. I mean, You're back to the whole mindfulness it. thing. If something really is out of your control, you have to let go. Otherwise, you won't find peace. So this is like something that fucking the meditation thing has like really helped mm-hmm. me with is like there's so many things I encounter every day, even online, where I start getting like my initial reaction because we're humans. We're yeah. emotional. We feel emotional responses to mm-hmm. things. Um, there's something that will like trigger this emotional response in me and yeah. you just kind of like visualize letting that, like you, you acknowledge that you're feeling the emotion yeah, and then you just fucking let it pass through you. Yeah. Like me in high school on that horrible, horrible day <laughs> that I never want to think of again. <laughs> and you just let it pass through you and you let it go and you still felt the thing and you've acknowledged it and you don't yeah. invest three days of your life arguing with strangers. It's and another amazing. thing is... That goes along with that process you're like thinking about. You feel what you're feeling and you acknowledge it and then ask yourself, am I maybe feeling such a strong reaction because of something else? Is there something else that is causing me to like, what's this guy's name? Douglas? Like if Douglas were. Dustin. If Dustin were. To acknowledge how angry, because he obviously he got super pissed off. If he's like, okay, these free tampons for these women is really pissing me off. Now, there's nothing I can really do about it. I mean, I could complain for two days on the internet, but that didn't stop anything. So he should let it go. But he should also ask himself, why do I care this much about tampons for girls? And... I'd say 99% chance it's not actually the tampons being given no, to No, it's emblematic of another yeah. issue. So what Probably he, the divorce. Yeah, what he needs to do is figure out where that's coming from. Maybe he feels like his boys are getting ripped off in school because they don't get like five-cent tampons to play with. But they get free condoms. Do they give condoms in high school? They. It's weird. It's one of those things where I think people are like, like, yeah, I think condoms are readily available to high schoolers, but they also don't want to be like, we're encouraging teenagers to have sex. Oh, yeah. Because if like, we don't give them condoms, they won't. No sex exists. I think it's they're not in the high school. You have to actually go to a health clinic, but you can have as many as you want type of deal. Yeah. Like when I was in high school, people were like, oh, if they give all these kids condoms, they're totally going to all start having sex. And then I was like, really? And then it didn't happen. So thanks for getting my hopes up. Overreaching parents. Jeez. I didn't have sex. Your kids are still having sex. I didn't. Overreaching parents. Dale didn't. Not Brenda's kids. Those kids aren't having sex in high school. I don't know. You seem angry. I'm sure your brother did. Okay. No. (laughs) No. I'm not not angry I didn't have sex in high school, 
on one hand, I'm kind of glad because it emotionally stunted me and let me be a man-child for way longer into my life. And yeah, but I don't know. Whatever. It's like like we were talking about. It's something that happened. It's out of my control. Nothing can change it. So I acknowledge it. I acknowledge my feelings towards it and I let it go. So are we done? I I think we've mansplained this whole tampon thing. I think we got it good. Women, if you're menstruating, yes, you should put things in or around your easy vagina. too far easy no <laughs> you're not you haven't gone too far yet but you're dancing on that line <laughs> do you want to just move on to the next topic what do you want to do i don't know we like, have so many things and we're almost at a full episode already so yeah what oh, else can we I, explain i want to touch on i don't want to talk too much about donald trump because i don't want to fucking get brain disease from talking about that man too much but He came into the news again lately because he said wind turbines cause cancer. And this is bad on two two levels. One, it's bad because they don't actually cause cancer. But it's more bad because they have actually been proven to show adverse effects because they make an audible noise and a subaudible noise. And they can have the same effect that chronic stress would have on someone. And they said there's something about like... uh, aura flashes I guess like as the actual turbine turbines going around if it's like reflecting the sun or something it can cause like a strobing effect which would also stress people out so this is actually a thing that I just looked up because it's actually I see that look you're giving me Derek and it's a good thing I didn't close this web browser because the bulletin of science technology and society published a report called Properly interpreting the epidemiological evidence about the health effects of industrial wind turbines on nearby residents. Go on, Dale. Now, scroll down, you motherfucker. Okay, so there is overwhelming evidence that large electricity-generated wind turbines, hereafter turbines, cause serious health problems in a non-trivial faction of residents living near them. These turbines produce noise in the audible and non-audible ranges, as well as optical flickering, and many people living near them have reported a collection of health effects that appear to be manifestations of a chronic stress reaction or something similar. So, they don't cause fucking cancer, but they can fucking stress you out and then screw up your immune system and then you get other diseases that your immune system would have fought off. Um, yeah, sorry. I was just looking at... Yeah, so that's what it causes. Chronal, chronic stress disorders. So when I moved into this place, yeah. this apartment that we're currently sitting in, yeah, I came and looked at it, loved the place, mm-hmm. agreed to take it, yeah, moved in, First night here. Yeah. If you look fucking three blocks that way. Yeah. See that traffic signal? Yeah. See that flashing green light? Yeah. At nighttime, (laughs) in this fucking apartment, (laughs) three blocks away from that, it's this strobing green light all the fucking time. Yeah. And like blinds are closed, doesn't matter. It's coming through the blinds. Yeah. I can see this light fucking always. Yeah. I think it's impacted my sleep. 
Yeah. I would still rather deal with that than climate change, which is going to be fucking worse for everybody. Like, this is the dumbest. This is the dumbest. No, I'm not saying we got to stop turbines and all this shit. What we got to do. But that's why Trump's making the argument. That's that's why Trump is dumb. And he's saying that. But no, the, the problem that this. The main reason this bugs me is because now that Trump's involved, everybody's going to dismiss these claims that it actually can be bad for your health. But what we should be doing is we should be saying, hey, wind turbines can affect your health. If you're the type of person who gets stressed out and is adversely affected by these situations, then don't live by turbines. Because in this study, they said the only way to overcome these is to move further away from turbines. So I still want turbines. You know what? There's this other study that said sometimes the turbine chop up bald eagles because bald eagles idiotically make their nest on top of the actual turbine. And then since they're dumb birds, they go to fly through the propellers to get to their nest and then they get clipped by the big fan. That doesn't bother me. We should still get turbines. I mean, we're probably going to lose a couple bald eagles, but... It's better than climate change where we'll lose all the bald eagles. So my point is this. Wind turbines do not cause cancer. Wind turbines can stress you out if you're the type of person. It's just like traffic noise. Like some people can handle the sound of traffic. Personally, I like it because it's like white noise and it just lulls me to sleep. Also, I guess it would be like having a fan in your room. Like do you sleep with a fan on? No. I do. I know people who do, uh, um, fucking Kate is like, like she has to have a fan on. I do too. She can't sleep, but it's like, I could still sleep, but if the fans on, I could sleep way better because it's like a low amount of constant noise that your brain just gets used to and tunes out as opposed to like anytime there's a little noise you get woken up by it. So maybe these wind turbines would be like that and just drown everything out. Do you, you feel good about that? No. Have you heard wind turbines? They're not. They're not a peaceful. They're not peaceful sounding. I don't know. It's not like a. It's not like a fan. It's like a gargantuan fucking robot, <laughs> like grinding metal. They're not. Yeah. No. That's what I mean. Like, we should be upfront about this and be like, "Yo, if you want to put turbines in your field, they're going to be super fucking loud." It's like. So, like I never when I was I never thought about fucking electric lines growing up and then when we moved to a different farm when I was seven years old yeah we moved from one farm to another when I was seven and it had these huge power lines through and if it was super quiet you could hear like the electrical hum through these power lines and like then you like read all this stuff on like hippie websites where you're not supposed to be under power lines because the fucking electricity affects your magnetic poles in your body or whatever and could cause, I don't know, different health effects. But this is the same thing where it's just like, tell us, then we'll get over it and not care. But don't try to dismiss it as something that's completely unreal or not true. Like, say, yeah, wind turbines can make you stressed out. And then people will be like, whatever. I'm over it. Don't be like, oh, wind turbines don't do anything to you. And then someone gets stressed out and then they sue them. No, but I think it's like, okay, so I've been uh, hitting the jewel pretty hard. 
I think yeah. we talked about this in former episodes. Yeah. So Juul, still bad for you. Fuck ton of nicotine in it. Well, putting anything inside of your lungs is bad for you. Yeah, or just like, you know, mainlining nicotine in your bloodstream through your lungs. Probably also not great. Yeah. But, so I feel like wind turbines are the jewel of the renewable energy world in that, no, they're not fucking perfect. Yeah. But they're better than, like, burning coal mm-hmm. or fucking, like, opening up another oil sands uh, pit or... Or even nuclear energy, which is... Um, probably one of the cleanest energies until it isn't until because like nuclear power plants, you can't ever turn them off. So we have these like time bombs that like what happened in Fukushima where. Also, there's a new show, uh, HBO show about yeah. uh, uh, Chernobyl coming out. That oh, looks really? fucking dope as hell. Yeah. What was that horror movie? Chernobyl Diaries. I actually haven't seen it, no, oh, but I, I, I was like, I want to see this. It's good. It turns into a monster flick very fast. Yeah. So I would say I'm still fully down with wind turbines. Yeah, they might stress you out, so don't live by them. Just also don't go to Lethbridge because apparently there's a lot there. But yeah. So what do you want to talk about next? You pick, man. Uh, those those well, are my, those are picked, my topics. I picked that one. Um... Do, 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 do you want to talk about the Grand Canyon? How, yeah. I mean... How it's taking the lives? How the internet is taking lives <laughs> of people who are just stupid enough so, to be the Grand Canyon. By the way, before you talk about this at all, yeah. I would like to go on the record saying I would 100% be one of these people. Would you? (laughs) Oh, dude, I live for the Grand. Everything I do. We we fucking took a hike today. Yeah. And we were like standing on the edge of rocks, like over the ocean, being like, gotta get a selfie. That was me saying, gotta get a selfie. We weren't putting ourselves in danger. We weren't like, this is dangerous. I could die, but I'm still going to do it just for the Grand. I mean, I'm sure these people weren't like, oh, this is dangerous. They weren't like hanging by one hand off a cliff. They were just standing on the edge of a cliff and then... I'm assuming. I haven't actually pictures. read the article. So uh, this article is off of the Seafox website. I'm only telling you – and it was published April 5th and it says the Grand Canyon has the third death in eight days. So I don't think – I haven't heard of any deaths since then. This is what? Two days ago? And uh, it's saying what happened is – well, one person fell a thousand feet while taking pictures on the edge of the Grand Canyon and then every once in a while you hear these – I think it's just kind of um, – it's just a rash that's popping up because it's like tourist season. So more people are visiting the Grand Canyon. Therefore, you're going to see a spike in accidental deaths. Isn't it from, always tourist season in the Grand Canyon? It's in fucking Arizona. Like it's not – Well, I mean like the season where people take time. Like, like typically now is the tourist season because people are fully recovered from the holidays and they've saved up a bit of money now and they've got some vacation time from work. So they go to the Grand Canyon to look at it and take pictures. And then maybe they get a little bit too close and maybe they fall a thousand feet to their death into the pit. And yeah. So the Grand, so the parks board was basically, they were just like, all right, please stay on the marked trails only look into the canyon from the outlook out or the outlook uh, I can't remember what they're called 
but they build these like little podiums where you can go to the edge and look out because the Grand Canyon is pretty fucking big. So they can't just like reinforce the whole edge all the way around and put up fencing. Like there's a lot of places where it's just a fucking cliff to nowhere and it's pretty flat. So it's all accessible by accessible by foot because they don't want to, I guess the government doesn't want to put all this money into building a fence just to stop people from dying. So they just said, go to where we built it to make it easier to look if you're going to look and quick going to the edge and falling off. Yeah. So, I don't know. That's it, really. It's going to be one of those things where they, like, fuck up the Grand Canyon for everyone by, like, having to put, like, walls or fences up that, like, obstruct <laughs> your view because people are just too fucking dumb Actually, to no, handle. This is one of the things I like about the states is like in Canada, it's more of a nanny state where they're like, Oh, we don't want you to get hurt. We're going to build this railing here. So you don't fall over. And the States are just like, eh, just spit on it. You'll be fine. Don't fucking fall off the edge. Like if you drive up to Mount Baker, that is the, just like two hours away from here in Vancouver and you're driving up the mountain and there's no railing beside the road, which is crazy. Cause in, Canada, every chance you could fall off a road, they build like a nice barrier so you don't like fall off the side of a road because you can't drive or whatever. But I don't know. I haven't really surprised. I didn't do enough research into this topic. What? No. But what I'm assuming is that in an effort to make the parks more nature filled and wilderness friendly. They don't put rails beside all the roads in their national parks in the States, which you don't even think about how much that rail fucks up the, your sight and your view of nature. But it does. Like if you go to Mount Baker and there's no rail there, you notice and you just like one on one side, it's pretty frightening because beside the road is just pure death because you'll fall and die for sure. But also it kind of makes you feel more in touch with nature because there's less of a barrier between you and nature, I guess. Like, yeah, except the fucking car you're in, which is well, not natural. No, I mean, you could get out of the car and look. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, are we uh, close to being done? Yeah, we're, we definitely have a full episode right now. Do you uh, want to hit the mailbag? We or? haven't even... Uh, Jennifer Thompson said, this guy's photo has been circulating the Edmonton internet. It is a dude wearing a sandwich board saying, fat women are gross. Stop eating, you fat pig. Uh, this dude, like, must have fucking lost a bet or something. Like, why, yeah, why are you doing there's this? There's no way dude? he's doing that. Why are you doing this? You know what? The fact that it says, stop eating, you fat pig makes me think that he's directing that to one specific woman that he's had trouble arguing with. So like that would probably be like probably like a Freudian slip when he's actually writing his sign. He didn't write pigs. He wrote pig like singular. So he probably had one person in mind when he was making the actual sign. Also, uh, even, even if there's. I don't feel like we have to tell you this, but don't go wearing a sign calling anybody a fat pig. That's very rude. And this man will never have sex again. Yeah, I don't like any of 
what he's saying. Yeah, no, I'm not defending it at all. But I think this is just like Dustin where it's like, who hurt you? What's wrong? Yeah. You need a fucking therapy session to talk or about multiple, it. Multiple, yeah. yeah. Like work work through that in a healthy way, bud. But uh, yeah. like why? I don't know. Can I interest you in listening to Mindfulness Factor? <laughs> <laughs> Do we have a podcast for you, buddy? Uh, and then on uh, Facebook, what do we got? A couple hits, I think. A couple hits, eh? What do we got? We got windmills cause cancer. Hey, we covered it. Thanks, Sierra. Yeah. Uh, Brexit, we've already talked that to death. Oh, yeah. Uh, like, like we said last episode, we can talk about Brexit forever because actually they're trying to push... Like, it got pushed back because they didn't pass a vote to make it happen. But now they're trying to get a vote to indefinitely push it back or something. I don't know. But, yeah. I don't care anymore. England's not leaving the European Union for... Ever? Till May 22nd or something, I think it is. Even then. They're going to... Who was I talking? Uh, I was talking to my friend Brendan about this, who is... Yeah. Shout out to Brendan. Lived in... Ladies. His name's Brendan. And he lived in England. And if you talk to him nicely, if you talk to him nicely, he'll put on a little bit of accent for you. He is. I think he's he's got citizenship. He is a Brit by blood. He's a Brit. Uh, He is planning on moving back to London and he's convinced that like Brexit's just never actually going to happen. He's like, they're just going to keep like waffling and finding reasons to stall it. And like eventually they'll have to tell all the idiots who voted in favor of Brexit like. Which they fully have the right to do. Like, yeah. this isn't a legally binding thing. They're just like, because we're all fucking morons and we're yeah. like, oh, democracy is important. My voice, my voice matters and I should have a say in how my country is run. It's like, dude, you go into an office every day. You don't have a fucking say in how the company is run because you're an <laughs> idiot. Same for the, like, imagine that on a much larger scale and that's democracy. Yeah, there is no better proof that... Idiots shouldn't be able to vote on how things are operated than Brexit. Here, this is what this is what the English government should tell the people. It'd be like, so we've gone over the numbers, and it seems like the only people voted in favor of leaving the EU will be dead in five years because you're all old, stupid, fucking cunts. So we're just gonna wait till you're dead, and then we're not leaving the EU. There you go. Perfect statement to give to your populace. I'm sorry if you're in Britain and you're old and you listen to this and you voted for Brexit, but you're an idiot. Also, a good message to deliver could instead be, uh, and this would be hilarious, just as this would be an excellent April Fool's prank. If they were like, hey, we're not doing Brexit because the Muslim Brotherhood has infiltrated our government (laughs) and uh, the Caliphate of Islam tells us that we're no longer allowed to leave the European Union and we have to leave the borders open so that Islam can totally take over. Because these people just lose their fucking minds. Because if you try to leave the faith, they kill you. So they can't leave the faith. There you go. Boom. It's good. Is is there anything else or you want to just just want to just want to call it a podcast? Let's do it. Yeah? Yeah. Great yeah. episode, bud. Yeah. We good did it. episode. Uh, no, no. No, better than good, Dale. Oh, super great. I like this time how we got the part where we sound good and mindful and smart at the beginning. Unlike last podcast where everybody had already checked out and then we actually say something intelligent to give them a little uh, little something to chew on for their mindfulness and brainiacness. And yeah. 
We yeah. should actually do so. Let's make that a segment where it's like yeah. Dale and Derek sound smart for the first ten minutes, and then maybe people will listen to an entire episode yeah. instead of we just ramble like shitheads for like an hour and a half, and then like throw a nugget of wisdom in at the end. And we'll get those people who, regardless of if they like it or not, only listen to the first like twenty minutes of something, and then get distracted and do something else and forget to go back, which I'm okay with because I do that all the fucking time. I think. I think it's so there's data that Apple's put out and it says the optimal length for a podcast is 25 to 30 minutes. And you and I keep having this conversation being like, we should really tighten this up and make it shorter. And then we'll try to do that. And we'll look at the clock and then be like, oh, fuck, an hour and 15 minutes passed. And we talked about nothing. So we've just given up doing that. Thanks. Thanks for listening to the whole episode. If you did that. My whole thing is if people are actually listening to us, they probably want to listen to a lot of us. Because that's probably not. I mean, if they if they assumption. if they turn on this podcast and they hear us talk about stuff and they're not immediately turned off and we're like these guys are fucking idiots. I'm out. I don't see how they're like. Well, I fucking listen to these fucking assholes for 25 minutes. That's more than enough for me. I'm out. I think they're just like, wow, this is my life now. I'm just gonna fucking force myself to go through. It's like me in that fucking big long novel. They're like, fuck. I started, I might as well finish. It's like that study that they did where they're like making 70,000, making more than $70,000 a year won't necessarily make you any happier. Yeah. It's listening to Derek and Dale for more than 20 minutes won't necessarily make you any dumber. So you're already here. Why not listen to the whole thing? You know what? Listening to Derek and Dale for a full hour gives you the same happiness as making $70,000 a year. Seems scientific. Do a study. To me. Prove me wrong. <laughs> uh, all right. This oh has been. Wait, wait. You got oh something else? That's just hilarious. So you get these scientists. And they're like, all right, all you people who make $70,000 a year. Listen we're going to get you to listen to this podcast <laughs> and see how it affects your happiness. And they just. Like thinking about people who have to listen to this podcast for science, <laughs> just be like, "What the fuck?" If, if I we, wish this was twenty-five minutes. If we know anyone who makes seventy thousand dollars a year, please feel free to shoot us a message. We'd like to enlist you for a scientific study and get your thoughts on things. Uh, all right, thanks for listening. As always, I've been your host, co-host, whatever, Derek Bolin. You can find me on the Twitter machine at Herder. I've been your other co-host, Dale DeRuder. You can find me on the Twitter machine at SuperDaleBot. You can find us on Twitter and Facebook at whatever the URL is slash OutrageFactPod. Yeah, uh, find us on iTunes, uh, Simplecast, Probably Stitcher and whatever all those other yeah, things Google, are. Yeah, Google Play. Basically everywhere except Spotify because they carefully curate their podcasts. Uh, <laughs> oh, we're so important. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, wherever you got your podcasts. Wherever you do get your podcasts, uh, please feel free to uh, rate, review, and subscribe to us if you have not already. And then send us money to Patreon so we can quit our day jobs and... Do this all day and still pay our bills and make you really jealous. Yeah. Imagine if we had 40 hours a week to invest in not researching things, <laughs> how much different this hey, podcast could be. If we made enough money that I could quit my job and still live as happy as I do now, I promise I'll research more. Anything more. <laughs> Any research at all Five would minutes. be more than right now. It's like a loophole. <laughs> 
I think I think I'll edit it out. It's fine. Okay, they, yeah. They just cut that out because yeah. then they're gonna be like, I'm not giving them money. Yeah. Fuck them. Yeah. Uh, okay. Hey, thanks for tuning in. Until next week, stay angry.